Welcome to Tiger Paw Radio, the podcast that tackles all the challenges and opportunities of channel convergence. If you provide managed IT, managed print, VoIP, security, or other technology-driven services for your customers, this podcast is for you. Tiger Paw Radio, exploring channel convergence, one stripe at a time. Well, hey everybody, Wes McDonald here, and I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of TigerTube. And if you can't see us, that means you're listening in on Tiger Paw Radio, and I want to thank you for listening in. I'm really excited today. Uh, as you can see, uh, I'd like to introduce Ed Knott as our guest today. Um, he is actually a provider that uh, does uh, you know, traditional uh, VoIP and telephony services and a lot more. So before I go any further, Ed, nobody knows you better than you, uh, so maybe you could introduce yourself or audience and share one interesting fact that people may not know. Sure, Wes, and, and I want to thank you for the opportunity today, and also Tiger Paw for uh, bringing us on. You know, geographically, we're we're not too far from uh, Tiger Paw's headquarters in Omaha. Um, I'm sitting in Albion, Nebraska, which is about two hours west of Omaha. Yeah, so Applied Connective um, was started in Cedar Rapids, Nebraska, in 2004, and so um, as you mentioned, you are. We're a telephony business, and so initially we started out as a telephony integrator and a Panasonic dealer. Uh, and so, I my background was in IT at that time. I worked for a financial software company. Um, I joined a Panasonic dealer named Tom Krings, and I, I brought the IT uh, services to our business. So initially, we were uh, really primarily focused on uh, telephony and selling phone systems, and then also providing you know that same customer and client base with. Uh, our, our IT offering, which at that time was not a managed offering. It was more traditional uh, as far as break fix. You know, my roots, you know, from an early age were not in technology at all. And so wow. I grew up on a small farm and ranch um, community of about 180 people um, in, in North Central Nebraska. And so my early roots were, were with, with cattle and agriculture uh, and, and watching my parents go through that and the, the technology boom in the late 90s, um, that's kind of what determined my my educational path and career path. So, Well, that's something we share in common, actually. I'm an Alberta boy, and I grew up in a uh, small farming town in Alberta of about a thousand people. So a metropolis, I guess, compared to where you grew up. <laughs> uh, same sort of thing. My dad was in the uh, oil and gas industry, though, uh, working on the oil patch, and uh, I accidentally fell into the technology world uh you know probably about the same time as as you in the 90s and uh there's certainly no looking back you know as we talked about in 2004 you started your business right um you know um uh, became a partner with someone else selling those phone systems and now you've got like 35 staff uh, you got three different offices right a long way from uh you know that town of uh you know uh, just over 100 people right um in 2013 you started using tiger paw and I wonder if you could just maybe share with people how business automation in general, you know, uh, not necessarily Tiger Paw, but just moving in that direction to help automate your business. How did that help you to grow and scale? Sure. Well, you know, any business owner or anybody that's been involved with a small organization that is trying to mature, um, such as ours, is, is, it can probably relate to, to a lot of the same pain points that we had with not using business automation or investing in the right technology, you know, even being a technology company to, to grow our business and become more efficient. And so, you know, we were finding, you know, how we were operating from a service standpoint all the way to, you know, the accounting on the back end, you know, the sales process, everything about the way we were going about business, it worked. Um, don't get me wrong, and we were growing. Um, but it, it wasn't scalable, um, it wasn't efficient. 
it was difficult to bring in additional, you know, staffing resources, you know, from a training, um, cultural, you know, just all around perspective without, without a tool such as Tiger Paws. So yeah, you're correct in 2013. Um, we talked with, with Tiger Paw. Um, we liked what we saw, you know, it, their history aligned with ours, um, the way they went about things aligned with what, what we were doing. And, and it was really a game changer for us, um, you know, across the board from, from, from a customer service aspect all the way to the back end, uh, you know, general ledger accounting as far as how we were conducting business. And our business continues to mature today, um, you know, different pain points and, and different things going on. Uh, but again, we're trying to le leverage technology and business automation software uh, to the best of our ability. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, I know from uh, my own experience in this space as well, right, that one of the real benefits uh, to growth is getting rid of some of the mundane tasks that, you know, that tie us down, right? You know, that automation really can help us with that because I got to think it frees up a lot of brain trust to do other things like focus more on, you know, the customer, right? More on what you can do to help them and how you can grow, right? So Absolutely. thank you very much for sharing that. Um, what I want to move into next is you do a lot of, uh, obviously, uh, you know, hosted telephony and VoIP, but you have been diversifying. And th this is a topic that I've been following very closely now, uh, probably for the last uh, couple of years, because I haven't seen any channel that hasn't been impacted by, you know, this, right? There, I think there was a time when uh, being absolutely specialized was the direction uh, that we moved into or how we started our business or have grown. But, but you're doing something a little bit different now. You are uh, uh, succeeding uh, with some other services. Maybe you could share with our audience, A, uh, what kind of things you're doing outside what you started. And then maybe the second part is why? Sure. Yeah. And, you know, if you look back to the early days, I think, yeah, we diversified because we felt it was necessary. And so it was really out of necessity as far as what we, as we looked at our markets and we looked at opportunity um, and tried to predict, you know, where growth opportunities were, uh, we, we felt it was it was necessary to do more than just phones and do more than just IT. And, and of course, if, if you've been a phone or IT provider, you know, you get asked to do more as well. And so, so part of it was we felt that, you know, to take the company where we wanted to go, it was necessary to offer those services that that were being um, asked for. And the other part of it was I'm, I'm bad at saying no. Um, and so, <laughs> you know, if there was a technical need, um, whether it was niche or something we were uncomfortable or unfamiliar with doing, we we found the resources to get it done. And so that's evolved today where we we really are, we're divisional. So within our company, we have three divisions. We have our, our IT division, our, our telephony or our hosted voice division. And then also what we call our infrastructure group. That infrastructure group does um, everything from you know physical cabling, um, low voltage cabling to uh, physical security as far as door access control, um, surveillance, uh, audio video, uh, and and so what what we've also done is really transition those as, as far from a service delivery standpoint to align with one another. So as we deliver our, our IT services in a managed format, we also deliver our security and surveillance services in a managed format, as do do we our, our hosted voice and our in those platforms in a, in a managed format as well. So I, I guess from our perspective, it, we've had a lot of success, and from our customers' perspective, uh, you know, I, I really see think that they see the value in having one trusted provider for for all of those needs. We've all been in the scenario where you know multiple providers are involved and, and there's fingers being pointed. Um, the business owner's frustrated because no one's taking your responsibility or initiative. 
in resolving issues or providing solutions. And so, um, you know, it puts us in a little bit of a corner to to be good at what we do and, you know, across the board, um, but also from a customer standpoint, uh, they prefer that type of experience, you know, with a trusted vendor. Yeah, certainly uh, the ability to be able to go with one uh, partner. And I think they call it uh, the lingo they use in the industry is vendor consolidation, right? Um, sure. Be able to have fewer people to, you know, speak with and uh, to be able to solve those problems, right? Now, you mentioned that you do have uh, three divisions that you're growing. Uh, where are you seeing strong growth? We've obviously been in a very strange kind of economy the last couple of years. Uh, we don't have to, you know, to get into all those elements of why we, we all know it. Um, but what kind of growth have you seen either, you know, accelerated or, or spurred on because of that, uh, that maybe kind of helped change your uh, offerings up a bit? Yeah, we, we've seen pretty consistent growth across all three areas. Um, we've seen the strongest growth in the last 18 to 24 months uh, by far in our in our IT area. Um, and so I think some of that's been spurred on by the pandemic and just, you know, the demand for, you know, work from home, um, cybersecurity services and things of that nature that, that our IT division provides. Um, but yeah, far and away, that's where we've seen the most growth and where I still feel like there's probably the most opportunity. You know, second to that would be, you know, the hosted voice world as far as dis displacing traditional carriers and, and telephony services with hosted voice. And some of that goes back to the same situation that you know, our customers are in from an IT perspective with more flexible and mobile workforces and, um, you know, uh, communication and collaboration and, and you know, in today's present environment of working from virtually anywhere. Yeah, and it's interesting. Uh, we didn't put this in your questions, but because you're on the topic of remote work, were, were there any interesting lessons that, you know, you and your customers learned about, you know, working differently that way? Are there things that you do differently to help people in those, you know, remote locations? Well, I, I guess internally what we've learned is um, there's a lot of uh, value and flexibility. And so um, with your, with your, technology that you're using with the workforce that you employ, um, you know, being flexible and adaptable uh, is going to determine your success and it's going to determine, you know, who wants to work with you and work for you. And so I think that was the biggest lesson. Um, you know, again, I'm a fairly traditional person. Uh, I feel like I'm more efficient, you know, sitting in an office and collaborating with people that are in the next room. Um, but it really has forced us to, to change our mindset. And also, you know, I think it's been valuable for our customers to share our experiences on how we've gone about that. Um, and it's transformed their organizations as well as, you know, making them more modern from a technology standpoint, but also more flexible um, as our workforce demands it. You mentioned that you're doing physical alarm security and obviously uh, cybersecurity. It's just funny. I did an interview three days ago uh, with somebody that's on the finance side. So they actually finance a lot of that equipment stuff. And he had an interesting thing to say, which was that a lot of providers that are that are doing either cybersecurity um, or uh, physical security, oftentimes they're not doing both, but they should. And he said, because at the end of the day for customers, it's security, right? So it doesn't matter if it's a, a physical alarm and security installation, protect them on the outside or security on the inside as well, right? So, and, and I think you did mention on the IT side, are you doing uh, cybersecurity for customers as well? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the gentleman you spoke with, I think there's you know truth to that statement that you should be doing both. I think, you know, uh, from a cybersecurity standpoint, there's been a huge demand um, from any, anything from you know protecting the endpoint to security awareness training, um, you know, to protecting your remote workforce. I mean, you can go on and on. But also, you know, and you've seen this change and I've seen it, you know, just societal changes as far as, you know, 
controlling access to buildings, um, you know, just making sure staff are safe, whether that's a, a business environment and, and your administrative staff at the front desk or whether it's a school district um, and who's coming in and coming out, you know, who's who's coming into the building and, and when are they allowed access and how are they accessing, you know, those types of facilities. And so I think we have seen a lot of changes in society where that's really top of mind as far as, you know, um, you know just, you know, physical security and, and the benefits and the necessity you know, you know, traditionally it was you, you're protecting your physical assets and it wasn't, you know, the focus wasn't necessarily protecting your people. Um, and, and so I think there has been a shift over the last several years that those that didn't feel they had the need for, you know, surveillance and, and security of, of physical assets because of, you know, maybe it wasn't valuable or enough, or maybe it could be replaced um, to now it's, it's really more of, you know, controlling um you know access and, and knowing who's coming and going and making sure that your staff is safe um should there be an incident you know it's it's a different world when it comes to liability as well and so you know a trip and fall on the stairs you know you, you used to maybe you know pay the doctor bill but now if that happens i mean from a liability standpoint depending on what happened you know businesses can really be put at risk without being able to have you know that type of footage or resource to go back to to, to find out the facts Hey, uh, recently, um, we talked a little bit about this at the beginning, we were talking about excellence, and you've been awarded for some. So uh, you got uh, the award for MTSP of the year uh, by TAG National. And, and maybe you can explain a little bit about uh, what that means and what you think you did to earn the honor. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, we've been a member of TAG, um, which is a peer group that, that we've been a part of. And, and you know, Tiger Paws won a, a vendor that's had a relationship with TAG for a long period of time as well. And so uh, going on seven years, it's um, really made a difference in our business, being able to collaborate with peers in the industry that weren't competitors. And so um, we, we've gone to lots of TAG annual events. Um, We've been on stage a couple times now. So last November, we were uh, awarded the MTSP of the year. So TAG's MTSP moniker stands for Managed Technology Service Provider. So again, it kind of goes along with the diversification of the services we offer. We're not just a managed IT service provider, but uh, we're a managed technology service provider. And so we were very proud to get on stage. There was uh, four of us from our organization that were down in, in Dallas and, and went on stage to accept the award. Um, we were recognized, you know, not only for the different things uh, that we were doing within the industry across all the, you know, the technology areas, but also for um, just our, our growth and performance um, in which we've achieved over 25% top line revenue growth um, since 2016 consistently. And so that was kind of uh, the one reason that they, they brought us up there as well. Well, I'd say that's a pretty good reason. <laughs> that kind of a double digit growth, especially in challenging times is uh, no small feat. So congratulations. It really is incredible hearing about uh, double-digit growth, even in good times, but uh, you know, especially in these interesting times, right? If you only had one piece of advice for other providers out there that are looking to grow, uh, hopefully maybe by double digits uh, in the coming year, um, to expand their offerings uh, or whatever, what, what would that piece of advice be for them? That is a tricky one because we, we can talk about a, a lot of you know, things that would come top of mind when it comes to advice. But I, I think what I've seen in the last 12 to 18 months, you know, I think you've, you've got to have an advantageous state of mind. You know, it's the most um, advantageous selling opportunity when it comes to cybersecurity and IT services that I've seen in, you know, my, my 18 years of experience doing this. And so, you know, we've really decided we're going to hit the ground running. Sometimes um, other things go by the wayside and you'll, you'll pick up and figure it out later. But, uh, but I really think that business owners, 
and the team surrounded them um, need to take advantage of the opportunity that, that, that lies in front of this. And I think uh, on the cybersecurity front, there's a ton of it. And so, Ed, I cannot thank you enough for joining uh, Tiger Pond this interview uh, today. And for all of our viewers, if you're watching us on TigerTube, and for all of our listeners, if you're listening to us on Tiger Paw Radio, thank you very much for tuning in to another episode built for learning. And until next time, keep learning. And so we come to the end of another exciting episode of Tiger Paw Radio. If you'd like to listen to more great learning content to help you grow your business, please be sure to visit www.tigerpaw.com and click on the resources tab. You can also subscribe to your favorite podcast platforms to be sure you never miss another episode. And until next time, keep learning, keep growing, and keep that inner tiger strong.